Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Have a listen to this. Coppers is the best way to speak. Why wouldn't you be a coppers? I'm from Donegal. I love coppers because it's kind of like a night out that you'd have in the country, but in the big city. <laughs> we travelled from Cork this morning just to go to coppers tonight. Like, just because it's like, it's coppers, it's like, you know? Because it's coppers. The boaters aren't going to let us in, no. They're yeah. like, ah, oh, lads, you know? <laughs> like, we're from Cork and there's nothing in Cork to compare us to it, like, you know? Nothing. Nothing in Cork, boy. I think coppers is best because I, I'm getting married in August and I met my, my fiance in coppers. What happens in coppers stays in coppers. Them banter. Are you enjoying the music? All that free state. My name is Penny, and I met my husband, Morris, here 13 years ago. So you're married 13 years, you're not looking for love here. We're married, we met 13 years ago, and we're married 10 years now with three children. There you go. That was uh, from a report by Henry McKean in Copperface Jack's nightclub. Now, that was before the pandemic. But it seems as if experiences such as those are becoming increasingly rare in this country. At the start of the century, there were 522 nightclubs in Ireland. Now that figure is just 85. Henry McKean has visited them all as part of this report. (laughs) (laughs) Boarded up nightclubs, many of them. them. And some of them might still be there. But yeah, we saw a meme and it just read, age yourself with a nightclub you used to go to that no longer exists. And it really got us talking because we all have stories about nightclubs that aren't there anymore and we can put an age on them. And according to uh, Lobby Group Give Us the Night, as you said, uh, 522 dance venues across Ireland in the year 2000, uh, with 100 of them in Dublin. Now that's dropped to 85 in the whole country and some counties have absolutely none. So an 85% drop in clubs since the millennium. Um, The Nighttime Economy Task Force was set up by the Minister for the Arts, uh, Catherine Martin, with the Arts Council. And today they're actually running a nighttime economy forum at the National Gallery of Ireland. It just kicked off at two o'clock. They've brought together international, national uh, and emerging trends in the arts. And they're looking at the nighttime economy and they're basically trying to recreate a vibrant nightlife. Here is Maureen uh, Keneally, Director of the Arts Council. We are gathering together a range of national and international experts to look at how do we create a nighttime economy? How do we create the venues, the infrastructure, the environment, the atmosphere that will ensure we have a really vibrant and successful nighttime society even? I would prefer to think about a society rather than the economy actually. I was recently in Lost Lane for Ireland Music Week and I was thinking, oh gosh, this used to be Lily's Bordello. So I do remember going in there several years, several decades ago at this stage, but it's great to see it open again. And it's like a really vibrant venue. So of course I felt like 30 years older than everybody else there, which I was, but uh, that's the sort of thing that you need. You know, like a, a main archery, Grafton Street, to have like a really vibrant nightlife off, you know, on and off those streets. Like, Dublin needs that. And I mean, you know, we all know there are issues around cost of living, etc., especially to do with Dublin and our larger cities. But if we can now get the support and get a real groundswell of activity going towards creating that safe, enjoyable, vibrant, really imaginative, technically brilliant nighttime society, I think we're, we're on a winner. So do you think that nightclubs are just changing? Do you think, you know, the change of law... Will we have a different type of nightlife? Yeah, I mean, I think there's certainly more art 
in the nightclub sector now. You know, like there's a whole digital thing happening in the arts and I think people, younger people, younger artists are working in far more collaborative ways with what we would typically think of as nightclubs, you know, chicken and chips, two o'clock in the morning sort of thing. So there's far more art there. There's far more to be expanded upon and exploited and worked on to the benefit of everybody, I would think. There you go. That's uh, uh, Maureen Keneally, uh, director of the Arts Council. Now, that this whole mm. thing where they're going to extend the hours and you can stay open till six o'clock in the morning and yes. pubs can stay open uh, later, is that going to make any difference? Well, I mean, it will give the... Uh you know, nightclubs a chance. It will give them a choice. Some will choose 4am, some will actually have staggered opening hours. We won't all be falling out onto the streets at the same time. And there's so many nightclubs that, that I visited, if I could say, and friends did. Uh, Paparazzi's and Daenery Latrek's and Greystones, the club in Churchtown, Jester's, Pod, Redbox, Temple Theatre, The Kitchen, Rira, Lily's, Annabelle's, Olcan, Harry's, Bonsai, The Palace. And correct me, some of these might have rebranded, some of them still might be going. And here is, I suppose, the form host with the most uh, Robbie Fox who ran Reynards and the Pink Elephant before that starting out in 1983 believe it or not it's now a bank the uh, Pink Elephant's uh, the, a bank yeah it's an actual or, or Reynards yeah, well both they're the same thing it's now uh, part of a, a large Irish bank and a friend actually I won't name him a friend who used to work here uh, in the areas where Reynards is that's his office desk so it's <laughs> the wow. dance floor so he, he used to love Reynards and he's now working in it but now it's a bank and it's an office um, with you know lots of <laughs> Well, you could maybe glean some joy from that. <laughs> so here, here is Robbie um, going back to, to that stage, and he, he talks about what, what's going on with nightclubs. In 1985, with the tax uh, situation in the UK, a lot of the UK bands decided to uh, up sticks and, and move to Dublin. Uh, a lot of those bands, I could mention, now some of your listeners wouldn't even remember who they were, but the likes of Spandau Ballet, Frankie Goes to Hollywood, Def Leppard, uh, you know, all those guys were hanging out in Dublin at the time, so it made it a, a party town for the, the, the time that it was. And in more recent years, if we go into the noughties, uh, you had other big, big stars and also Irish household names. Uh, yeah, Rainers was uh, kind of the, the, the latter-day pink elephant. Uh, you had a lot of the, 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 the U2 guys and uh, Def Leppard, they lived here then. They used to hang out there. So, yeah, anybody, and people, especially from your end of the business, who uh, people in radio and TV used to hang out there. Yeah. So what happened to the nightclub industry? Why is it in trouble now? And Made it. There you go. You're still getting recognised all these years <laughs> later. Someone said hello. But a lot of people say that the nightclubs, you know, have disappeared. They, they don't. They, they've just become late bars. I mean, back in my time, there was late bars or bars, sorry, closed at 11 or half 11. And then they moved on to nightclubs. But then in their wisdom, you know, the, 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 the laws changed and pubs were allowed to get the same exemptions that nightclubs got. So they just became late bars. So it's not that there's a decline in nightclubs. They've just just differently people like still to go like to go out and drink late and they do uh, the law now allows them to go till half two I know there's a proposal to take that to six o'clock I, I'm not sure whether you know there might be room for one or two six o'clock clubs but I don't think there's a room for much more than that any scandal any hot goss you want to share from the 1980s no <laughs> it stays. It's simple what, what happens that, yeah. in rain what, what happens in rain yeah stays in rain there's a big elephant yeah <laughs> Yeah. 
<laughs> I could say he could write more than one book on that, uh, actually. Uh, Adrian on Twitter says, who's old enough to remember uh, Boo Radley's and Cuba nightclub uh, in Galway? Uh, Joe Lynham of uh, this parish says, Blinkers. Uh, in Leopardstown. That's the one thing about nightclubs. They all have terrible names. Yeah, well, they were probably cool at the time. <laughs> they were <really> trendy. <laughs> and uh, the, uh, someone's texting to say the nightclub Mandrata is now a nursing home uh, ready for the people to go to now. With the same guests. Oh, God. Yeah. So, like, and, and like, I suppose if you're an age and you, and you were kind of hanging out in Dublin, you'd probably even know the name Robbie Fox. You may well have shouted, Robbie, let us in. Um, but like, there's probably people of an age now who maybe have never been to one. You're right. I mean, I've chatted to, to young people at 16 at the start of the pandemic, and they have never been to a nightclub. And there's so many reasons for that, not just because there's not that many nightclubs left, but because they don't want to go. And they couldn't go, and they just don't bother. And they haven't, and they feel like they're not missing out. But personally, I think they, they are. I met this bouncer. He's a, also a former bar manager. Uh, he's worked in nightclubs across the country. He now runs uh, a gym called Resolve Fitness in Lusk and he tells me stories about the golden years and I have to say some of these stories are not for the faint hearted. Um, so you know you can turn down the radio if you like. Uh, he talks about the cost, the rent, the insurance, cost of living and I asked him what's going on in the industry. Years ago people go out to go to a bar, have a few drinks and then head to a nightclub but now what they do is they stay at home, they pre-drink and have them prinks at home. Um, get absolutely hammered and then head out so they, they're too drunk to even get into a nightclub now some of them the first nightclub I worked in uh, was a local nightclub called uh, Marley's up in Raffarnham up in the Tree Rock Bar uh, it was a real local nightclub so we had uh, people from all, uh, all around the neighbourhood uh, I remember one night a guy he was, he'd been in the bar drinking all day and obviously he'd come from work and he had a chainsaw with him a chainsaw? chainsaw and he was trying to get into the nightclub with the chainsaw he tried to get past you yeah, on the door. Yeah, he was walking in. I was like, uh, Patsy, where are you going with that? And uh, I said, I'm just going in. I said, no, give me the, give me the chainsaw. So I took the chainsaw and uh, he went in, had his, had his fun night, and then gave back to him the next day. So people would try and bring anything into a Absolutely, nightclub. Yeah. And you must have seen accidents, falls, all sorts. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's quite common. I've seen people falling downstairs. Just falling, standing on the dance floor, you know, they're dancing, and next thing you know, they're on, on the ground. I know this particular tooth here, uh, one of my front yeah, teeth, yeah. is actually fake. I lost it in the treks in Greystones. <laughs> yeah, that's a common occurrence. I remember seeing a guy come out of a, a bathroom in a nightclub on Leeson Street, and he went to take a step and then completely missed where the step should have been and face planted himself and ended up with a nice little hole in, where his, in his chin. There was a, a girl walking through the club who had... A, big high heels on and quite unfortunately she missed a step and in her effort to get back up she accidentally soiled herself uh, and left a little uh, surprise on the floor of the nightclub which was fall at the time sometimes people would get quite passionate yeah people kind of get a bit frisky to get too many uh, baby guinnesses in them and uh, you know you might have to break up a happy couple so they could be very passionate. We're talking extremely yeah. so. Stuff that should be left to the bedroom. Absolutely. I remember one couple, um, I, upon coming upon them, I tapped, him, tapped the guy on the shoulder and his only response was, give me a minute. Only a minute then? Uh, well, I mean, <laughs> he performed on the dance <laughs> The woman involved might have been too thrilled about that. Uh, the N17 in Quilchamach. 
many a night lost in there uh, says good uh, the, the, the Saw Doctors then song has a, a, a nightclub named after it uh, Tamango's nightclub though I think Tamango's might still be on the go actually I have a feeling I, have a feeling it, I think Adrian Kennedy um, might still be involved <laughs> in, in that nightclub uh, Tamango's nightclub in Port Marnock used to do uh, you see and this is the thing a chicken and pea curry from about 1am pea curry and yes we ate it because that's that's what they used to do they were tasty. this may be but this might be before you know that we used remember. to have to serve a I, bowl I, of slop I, to it legally it would, be uh, they, to yeah they were, they, were, they were stopping it but it was around the time you know I should admit this but back then I did have a fake ID I think I was 17 but I do remember getting uh, you know curries late at night and they weren't they weren't bad they weren't bad at all oh, well, they didn't seem bad at the well, time they, they, they yeah. were <laughs> and they were free and, and they were free I mean, when you paid for it on your on your, on your, on your entry yeah. And, yeah. and they had no choice but to feed you I yeah. thought it was a lovely gesture it was a, <laughs> I think they had to do it it wasn't a gesture it was like it was always rice though it was it never was, yeah. there was, was no great carne. invention no. uh, gone into it yeah. now given all those stories then and what we're saying like mm. it, is it a problem for young people not to have nightclubs because it's it sounds horrific <laughs> I mean they're going to try and copy France and Spain and they're going to introduce the arts and art into nightclubs and they're going to try and make them cooler and reinvent them so they're, they're trying to do something and there is uh, I think there is room for them I mean I miss obviously I don't go to nightclubs very often but I miss the option of going do you know what it's 1am and I need another drink you know mm. even though you regress it anything that happens after 12 I think it's at my age is just not good for anybody I mean, yeah. bad. That's that's where you should go yeah, to. Yeah, but like at the same, hmm. like the the like I was looking it up before we came on air. Was there because there was yeah. there was kind of two nightclubs in Ballinasloe. They were both kind of connected to it, to you know the to ho- hotel, two hotel, yes, and yes. they changed the name of it every three weeks. But they both seem to be gone now as well. well so there's yeah, huge swathes of the country, as you said, with nothing. Yeah, I mean, some areas don't have nightclubs, and and millennials, you know, they miss them. Here is Sinead. Uh, she talks about um, having no nightclub now in Enniscorthy. So the nightclub that I used to go to when I was younger was called Benedict's Nightclub in Enniscorthy. It only recently closed down, but it was really, it was so iconic. And I remember being in school when we were in secondary school and we all couldn't wait to like come of age so that we could finally start going to this nightclub that our older siblings went to and other family members. Um, So yeah, it's a real shame now that it's no longer in existence. But I think that that's the case all over the country. There's so many nightclubs that are closing down and um, yeah and it's it's a real it's a real pity the nightclub scene is really declining uh, and I don't really know what that's down to is it sad I mean there's going to be a generation of students that have never been to a nightclub because of the pandemic they couldn't go to them for the last two years some will never reopen and perhaps they'll never go to a nightclub ever ever it's really sad because I think that's where a lot of people meet. I know my parents, they met in a, a nightclub in Enniscourt. It used to be called The Club. And there were so many nightclubs, actually, I think, in, in Wexford at that time. There was a place called Movitas. There was The Club. There was uh, The Castle. It was beside The, the Castle in Enniscourt. So you always hear stories of people. That's how they, you know, romance blossomed and how people met. So, yeah, I think that maybe our generation are kind of missing out on that crucial opportunity of meeting someone so um, yeah that is definitely a real shame there you go Sinead there speaking about the Bacchanalian pleasures that was once uh, an escorty Henry thanks a million for coming in to tell us about that if you have any memories do you miss nightclubs do you not miss nightclubs do you think kids are missing out on anything Uh, if we can't be drunk at two o'clock in the morning will the Irish as a race go extinct Moncrief brought to you by Avant Money think you're getting the best value from your bank Think again. Weekdays at 2 p.m. on News Talk.